You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. (laughs) Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Ah, I started at 11. I felt it. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to wanted to really screw with everybody. Uh-huh. Well, welcome everybody to another Tuesdays with stories. I'm Joe List, and that's Mark Norman here. And we got a guest in the in the. I almost said audience. That would be weird. That would be weird. We got a guest in the studio. Our good pal Tony Deo is here. Everybody, let's hear it for Tony. Tony. Yeah. Tony. Good, good to have you. What's Tony Deo looks a lot like Mark Norman. Yeah, really yeah. Do. I've heard it before, and uh, now that you're sitting next to each other, it's odd. <laughs> if I was married, I think we'd look the same. <laughs> <laughs> a little more tired. If you had a baby, yeah, a little more tired. Yeah. yeah, you'd look a little more tired. Yeah. A little bit of new pussy look. <laughs> Tony's a uh, Tony's a new dad. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How about that, he's going to yeah. be one year old. Um, Saturday. Wow, that's pretty unbelievable. You should yeah. audition for SNL now. <laughs> they like him young. Hell of a kid, this this uh, this son of yours. I don't want to say his name in case he's got a private life. I don't know. Uh, no, I'll tell you. Well, uh, What's the name? His name's Carson. Oh, Ooh, all right. Well, Carson Deo. Great name. Carson yeah. Nash Deo. Oh! Could be a football quarterback. <laughs> I know. Yeah, or, a, or a mambo singer. <laughs> he's got, yeah. he's got you know, University of Texas written all over I, I him. I think you're right, yeah. Carson Deo. He could just go by Nash. Yeah, you could go by. Yeah, he can pick whichever one. It's a badass name. Badass and you have, and you have Division yeah. One football size. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is that um, an insult? I think whatever you say insult. about his size is about my size. <laughs> it's not an insult. It's uh, it's sarcasm. Ah, uh, Tony's a uh, he's a petite man. A petite? We well, not petite. Wait. Well, that's insulting. Well, yeah, that's now, insulting. Now he's not. Insulted. You're not Division no. One football size. I am oh, not. that's big. Yeah. I mean, we're basically that's the same size. Guy. I'm a little taller. I'm not yeah. trying to be a douche. How old are you? I mean, how tall are you? Sorry, uh, I'm like five nine. Oh yeah, we're right, right, we're right on the money. Yeah, you guys are you're you're twins. We gotta compare dicks. It's the only <laughs> thing left. Oh, it's boy. the only thing we can't tell from yeah. sitting right here. I've seen them both, and it's not pretty. Ay, ay, ay. When I used to, uh, when I was teaching uh, middle school in Austin, Texas, and they had uh, one of the like University of Texas Longhorns football posters up somewhere in the school, mm-hmm. and that's when you really notice how big those kids really yeah, are. Yeah, it's crazy. They're just enormous. Yeah, know? yeah. You're not of this species. This is insane. Oh, no, boy. it's weird. I went to a uh, a Red so- like a Boston Red Sox uh, like fundraiser event, and all the players were there. When you're just there, up close, really close, those guys. These are baseball players. Yeah, they're yeah. monsters. Right. right. Jonathan Papelbon is a fucking monster. <laughs> he's like 6'6", 230 pounds. Wow. Terry Francona, who's a manager, he's in his 50s, he like towers over me. He's huge. Yeah. These guys are they are on another level of uh, athleticism. Yeah. Well, yeah. We weren't built for athletics. That's... No. <laughs> no. But what's funny is Ted Williams, I think, was basically my build, mm-hmm. and he would hit 500-foot home runs. No kidding. Because wow. he was so uh, good scientific. Technique. But weren't yeah. they shorter then? Probably at that time, that was pretty uh, good height. Oh, they, yeah, maybe In general, so. people were shorter, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. You look at like uh like the offensive line of like the 1950 army team, right? They're like 5'9", 130 pounds. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And those are the men. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. But you're you're Lincoln, you're Abe Lincoln. 
I'm Abe Lincoln size. You yes. remember that? Yes. Abe Lincoln and I have the exactly. exact same dimensions. Wow. And there's that statue outside the Museum of Natural History. We look we look the same. <laughs> I'm Lincoln. <laughs> I'm Lincoln. It's pretty good. I got a neck beard though. Uh, uh, they wouldn't yes. have taken him so seriously with a neck beard. No. Right. People right. don't like a neck beard. <laughs> I don't mind a neck beard. Well, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want one. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind them. But uh, it's good to be here. Thanks for coming. Tony's got some crazy late night stories that we want to get into, but I want to yep. get some of this other shit that just happened yesterday out of the out of the way. Big comedy episode. Yeah. Well, two days ago, I uh, had a, I was booked on Dave Attell's show at the oh, Comedy yeah. Underground, which is not the TV version. Right. He's doing the same thing, but minus the TV. Did that show get canceled? I heard it got canceled. It did, yeah. Did it really? It's so crazy. Can you believe that? It was a no. good show. And it's yeah. so cheap. I know. It's such a cheap show. It's <laughs> all just, set up. Walk in there, turn on two things. Yeah. And you have a show. And it's Dave fucking Attell. That's Put the crazy. man on TV. I don't yeah. get it. I don't either. But anyways, he still does the show. It. He does the show, and it's at the Village Underground, which is the comedy seller's sister club. It looks just like the seller. Bigger. It's more of a road road. Yeah. It's, it's much bigger. Oh, nice. And I haven't the, even been in there yet. It's oh, nice. It's beauty. It's I, I just outed myself for not working <laughs> at either of those places. <laughs> I'll, a, make a, I'll make a phone call. Do you know Dave? You should talk to Dave about doing the show. I don't know. He's well. one of the guys. I, uh, I'll say this real quick. I, I'm sort of at the end of my middling career in comedy. Yeah. And there's those few guys that you really wanted to work with over time. Sure. He's one of the last ones I never got a chance to work with at it. But he should, he should be able. one of those guys, though, if you get the opportunity, you go back in middle just to work yeah, with Yeah, no matter Dave. where oh, you are in your career. Yeah. Not yeah. to mention he'll give you an extra $9,000 because <laughs> he's true. the most generous person I've ever met. He brings candy for the staff. No way, really? He brings yeah. candy. I used to bring cookies. Oh. I would bake oatmeal raisin cookies. Oh, you baked them? Nice. <laughs> yeah, myself. Good Lord. How about wow. that? You bake. <laughs> I had to make an impression somehow, Mark. No wonder wow. they keep you middling. <laughs> they want those fucking oatmeal raisins. <laughs> they don't think headliner Tony's bringing cookies. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would. Looks is where you two end. I don't picture you baking cookies. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll eat the dough and call it a day. Yeah, I picture you covered in flour with like a fire in your kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, I'm, I'm booked on a tell show, and uh, they have special guests, you know, and the show is me and... Uh, Luis Gomez, check out his podcast, Real Ass Dude, or Real Ass Pop, whatever the fuck it's called. He's been <laughs> on here. Good yeah. plug. Puerto Rican rattlesnake. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> Is that um, how we do plugs around here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we Mess up it. someone's website. We can't uh, think of the name, the and we call him stupid, and that's the end of it. Thanks for coming in, uh, Ronnie Deo. Uh, good to have you. <laughs> so anyways, I'm there, and uh, we, it's, it's that place, and the, the show has a real vibe. First of all, the line is around the corner oh, outside. Oh, I love that. There's nothing funner than walking past the line of people. Especially oh, yeah. when you're a stranger now. They don't know who I am. They uh, don't realize right. I'm just walking by. I'm about to be entertaining all these people. Yes. It's neat to see that. You're walking through the line. Yeah. You step over the, the velvet rope. Right. There's a lot of perks to anonymity. Yeah, Everybody oh, wants to be famous. Everybody of... wants to be famous, no, yeah, but no. there's some perks. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, I don't want to be famous. Be just below that. Uh, yeah. I always yeah. thought Brian Regan has like the perfect amount of fame. Perfect. I agree. Phil's Theaters. Can walk down the street. Totally. Probably two people maybe notice. Right. I agree. I want the money. I don't want the fame. I'd like <laughs> yeah. to have $10 million and nobody knows who I am. I would even skip the money. I just want to be able to fill theaters. Right. Well. No, no, hand, hand, hand. Hand. Now I look like a dick. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Tony. Like Money-grubbing <laughs> asshole. Um, so anyways, I go there and, and the, the place is just packing in. Just when you think it's sold out, more people are coming in. The Beautiful. staff is scrambling around. Oh, yeah. And it just feels so good. You're like, I can't wait for this to start. Uh, what a show. 
And Attell, he likes to have, and you, you've done the show, Attell likes to have you come back on stage with you and banter. Oh, that's great. Which is terrifying. Terrifying. He's yeah. the king. Because he is he's fast. Quickest in the West. Yeah, he's, he is. He's the king, and he's fast. And yeah, he's just, just going to make you look less funny than him. Right. Yeah, exactly. even if you kill. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so hard, because anything you have that kills, he'll have a tag that's better. <laughs> right, right. But uh, he's, he's so great. It's fun the, to be a part of, though. It, it's amazing. It's incredible, because yeah. you're on stage, and you're like, this guy is my fucking idol. Mm-hmm. He's the king. So I uh, did my set, had a, had a great set, and then I bantered with him. I had one good line I was pretty proud of. Let's hear it. He goes, you're from Boston, right? And I go, yeah. And he goes, uh, well, is, is Boston Market similar to Boston? And I said, well, there's a lot more black people at Boston Market. Oh, that's good. <laughs> pretty easy, but uh, it killed, and it felt good because I was like, all right, I got the one laugh, and yeah. the rest of the time I just That's when you say goodnight and walk off, right? Well, he, he dismisses you, so you go as long as he wants you to oh, do that. you don't get to just say goodnight. No, I wish. I, well, I started to walk off, and he's like, no, 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 keep staying here. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Sam Marill had a great line. Did you hear his? I think so. And Dave actually went, ooh, good one. Which oh, is a huge that's a, honor. Yeah. I'd put that on my resume. Dave said something about Sam's eyebrows. He's got those crazy <laughs> right. uh, Russian eyebrows. And, and he goes, yeah. yeah, I know, Dave. Look at us. Uh, I look like We look like uh, two terrorists. You're the father on the son or something like that. Yeah, killed. Like a father-son terrorist team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. But that uh, So that was great. And then I come off stage, and I'm, I'm so excited because I was on stage with the tail. People got pictures, which is nice. And then uh, Louis C.K. and Colin Quinn come down together. Together! No, come together. on. Down the stairs. They're chatting. I don't even recognize Louis. He's got a hat pulled over. and uh, Wow. It's like Batman and Superman. Yeah. Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I go, hey, I just thought he was with some guy. You know, I was like, hey, yeah. Colin, what's up? And we riff rat and we were fake boxing. He likes to fake box or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't even realize Louis C.K. is the guy <laughs> next to him. And I'm like, wow. oh, hey. Wow. And my first hello, I just thought it was some guy that Colin knows. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I am a dog. Do you know yeah. Louis or... I met him once. Oh, okay. He loves his act. He loved my act, but I don't think he remembers me now. I think yeah. he's just kind of like, ah, there's a guy. Yeah. Can, but, I, can I say a quick Louie thing? Please. Yeah. I went to the cellar the other night. I, was, I ran in. I was late, and Louie was at the table with all the people. I didn't, I didn't recognize him either. He had the hat on. And I go, ah, shit, am I first? And Louie looks at the paper and goes, yeah, you are. Which oh, meant wow. the world to me because he knows my name. That's amazing. Wow. Huge. That's great. Unbelievable. I wouldn't have said it if, 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 if I knew it was him, so it was almost good that I didn't know it was him. Right. I, uh, I have uh, way back, like... Uh, when I first started comedy, Louis used to post on this web forum. It was called like alt.standup. This mm. is probably before you guys even started comedy. Yeah. But he would write these long like essays about things. He would answer people's questions. And back then, you know, he was basically kind of just a road comic sure. mostly. Yeah. And so I used to, I still have him today. I copied and pasted because wow. I didn't know who he was, but he seemed to know what the fuck he was <laughs> talking about. <laughs> oh, wow. And so I have these long essays. I have one's called like Louis on agents and managers. Oh, I'd and, love to read these. Yeah, I'll send them to you. Please. They're, they're great. Wow. Isn't it funny how when you're starting out, you just want any advice. I you want get anything. all just, the information no I can have. No yeah. one tells you anything. Yeah. There's no books on it really. Or yeah. information. I yep. think that's why we're successful, though, because a lot of people don't do that and don't want to listen and don't ask any right. questions. Oh yeah, and they're assholes, and you're just like, oh, all right, well, you don't give a Here's shit. A, I yeah. bet, uh, I bet I out crazy both of you on this one. When I first started comedy, I wanted to learn how to write jokes. I used to transcribe people's uh, specials, like their hour. Oh wow! Oh. I'll sit there and write down yeah, everything. That is cookie. You know yeah. who else did that? <laughs> I won Judd Apatow. He would do that with SNL like no in the kidding. 70s. Yeah. Wow. He has them all. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. And you can learn, like, you almost start to learn the patterns of how uh-huh. jokes work when you see them written down on paper. Right, right. But when someone's just saying it, it seems like magic. Oh, interesting. But you write it down, you're like, oh, I, I kind of see what he's now, doing here. Now, those I would not like to read. <laughs> all right. I won't send that right, to you. please. I, uh, I worked with a guy one time. I thought it, this maybe is egotistical, but the MC for the week. 
We worked together. He never asked me one question. He was never like, so what's it like New York? How'd you get on Letterman? <laughs> right. It was nothing. He was just like... Yeah, you know what? It was, it, it, that bizarre. is weird because... He'll never make it. It happens so often. You get used to it. You're like, all right, uh, what, are, what are the questions? Yeah, And then when yeah. someone doesn't do it, you're yeah. like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> not that I'm some, <laughs> right. you know, guru, but, you, right, you're, you're, but you're, you're not yeah. curious what it's like in New York or how right. I got to the cellar or... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing like my I know writing what process. What, yeah. What's going on here? I ran across a kid like that recently. I was like, all right. I was like, man, I guess I suck. Uh, but anyway, so then uh, Quinn goes on, oh. and uh, God, he's so good. He's so good. I yeah, love that guy so much, and his, his act is so great. So many great jokes. Have you heard the one where he goes, uh, in the 70s in New York, he's like, you could either be uh, Irish, black, Puerto Rican, or Italian, or, or, uh, chi- or Chinese. And he's like, the guy would come in and be like, hey, um, well, I'm half Hungarian and half Vietnamese. He's like, okay, well, you can be Chinese or Puerto Rican. So uh, that's great. He's like, you're over there. You're over there. And uh, it's a great line. I probably butchered the joke. It's in a big, larger chunk. You heard his, you've heard his joke about the L train. No. Oh, I think it's one of his best. He's like, man, in, in the '70s, you did not get on the L train. Like the L train was a, it was a fucking nightmare. Now I get on the L train. I look around. I'm like, what is this? A ski lift? <laughs> ski lift. That's perfect. It's hilarious. I love his one about black people. I've never met white people like this too. That show up in the black neighborhoods and like. We agree. We are systematically advantaged to you. And the black's like, man, what the fuck is this? It's a great thing. It's like white people are just like, yeah, we're on board. Right, right. For sure, you're right. We're horrible. All right, we're staying here. And uh, it's, a, it's a great bit. You got to see. I'm, I'm butchering all his because he's a genius and I'm an idiot. But uh, he already has a new, new uh, like a one man. It's crazy. Is he really? Yeah, it's all about growing up in Brooklyn. He's so <gasps> most, oh, so man, smart. That's great. But he, he kills, and then Attell comes on after. They do the banter, and oh it's so God. fun to see Attell because he's like, this guy is one of my idols. Yes. He's like, I just I looked up to him my whole life. Attell's and, uh, talking he's about He's saying this on stage, Colin? yeah. Wow. And they're just oh sitting God. there. T- it's like two kings. Yes, yes. Like The crazy. classic New York kings, born yeah. and raised here. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so what, quite a thrill. And then Louis's going on last. Louis Gomez is going on, and Natterman, who are both great comics also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Louis's going on. I gotta leave before Louis goes on. Oh, I, got a spot. No. I got a spot at the comic strip. Cancel it. And I stayed for so long that I had to take a cab. Oh, that's I, hilarious. I that's get to classic. the strip. Eight people in the crowd. Oh. Eight people. I missed Louis and Attell bantering together oh. so I could perform for eight fucking people at the comic strip. And wow. your profit margin's gone down with the cab. Of course, yeah. Right, you lost money. Yeah, <laughs> it was brutal. But but Attell, again, who's so generous, pays an outrageous amount for a Tuesday show. But, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's... it's uh, Relatively outrageous. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I think people would still be yeah. surprised how little we right, make. Right, right. That's, uh, that's a good point, actually. I was wondering why you're wearing a top hat. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the monocle's necessary. <laughs> so you I get there to eight, eight people at the strip. It was still fine. It was fun. But I was like, my mind, now with the podcast about stories, everything adds to the story. Right. That's a better story than seeing Louie. Yeah, uh, good point. I had to miss Louie to go to the strip. <laughs> right. That's a funny story. story. Yeah. So anyways, just real quick, then I, I shoot down to UCB, our buddy Phil Hanley, who also has a podcast in this network. I don't know what the name of it is. Uh, <laughs> we, go down, we go down to... Another great plug. Yeah, second one in a row, Joe. <laughs> we go down to uh, UCB, and I have this great night, and I'm just like, what a magical night. I'm friends with Dave Attell, Quinn, Louie, yeah. the strip. Yeah. So I'm walking up. I stopped to get a tea at the UCB, on the way to the UCB. Who's sitting there? Todd Barry. Come on. He's just sitting there with a coffee. I go, Todd? And he's like, hey, he's in a suit. He just had a, a private, uh, you know, uh, corporate? corporate gig. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going over to UCB East. And he's like, what's over there? And I was like, it's 11 o'clock Phil Hanley show. And he's like, I'm going to go with you. No wow. way. So we do a walk and talk. 
And Todd Barry and I are shooting the shit. I'm talking about That's my night. That's the most I'm New like, York comedy night you will ever have in crazy. your life. Unbelievable. And yeah. I'm, I'm friends with Todd Barry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, was How great. was the walk and talk? Great walk and talk. Oh, we talked great. about douchey bookers and the whole thing, and uh, oh, it was fun. That's great. Very slow walker. It took us about 45 minutes to get to the walk. <laughs> oh, that's he a little annoying. walks as well, slow as he talks. Yeah, he's probably a slow walker, and he's a lot shorter than you. So He, he is, yeah. yeah it's so compounded. We right. held, I held his hand. Yeah. <laughs> One time, the show was great. One time I had to meet a gal. I was in stand-up New York, and I, met, I was meeting a girl who was flying in from uh, some city to meet me to, like, have sex. Right. And uh, she flew in, and she's like, all right, I'm going to be uh, in Brooklyn. I used to live in bed -Stuy. Like, I'll go to the bed stop. I'll be there at 10.30. And I was like, all right. It was 9. I was like, all right, I'm going to go meet you. I'm leaving stand-up New York, and Dante Nero goes, where are you going to meet this girl? I'll drive you. And I was like, oh, well, I can't turn down a ride. Right. <laughs> he drives so fucking slow. He's got that jacked-up Jeep. It oh, took wow. us, like, two hours to get there. I was, like, 45 minutes late. She hated me. No yeah. way. I had to you beg for vagina. You don't speed through <laughs> two miles an hour so everybody sees you. Oh, yeah, he's got that cool car. Oh, That's what it is. These right. blacks, they drive slow. <laughs> yes. Is he black? I think he's black. I can't tell. He's very light, but he's he's black, I think. Right. Oh, he's beige. He has a show called Beige. He's beige, yeah. Oh, right. He's, I think he's a show called Beige something. Either way, he's got a bone Someone used here. to have, I don't even know the comic's name, someone had an album called Bigger and Beiger. Hmm, interesting. Mm. I don't know that one. I don't know either. Maybe it was him. I remember the title. I think that was he's... Bob Newhart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. He's big and beige. But, uh, yeah, right yeah, after the button-down uh, concert. Slowest drive. I mean, the, I would, the train would have been 8,000 times faster. <laughs> I mean, literally, he just let. He was just idling through, through Broadway. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Yeah, I wanted to kill him, but you know, Funny. you can't yell at him. He's terrifying. Right. So what do you got, What have you been up to the last couple of days? We, just to the audience, we recorded... Two days ago, but yeah. we have scheduling conflicts, so we're recording again. I've had a lot of things. Uh, can I just say this about the cellar? And this is a kind of off topic of stand up, but I was, I was at the cellar. I did my set. I went up to the table, and there was no one there. Which is every now and then you just sit there alone. Yeah. And I'm looking at my phone, and one of the waiters sat down, and we started talking. Great guy, and uh, the manager yelled at him, going, "Hey, hey, hey, get up!" Like clapping him, "Hey, get up! You can't sit down. Get, get back to work." And he was like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." And I just sat there, and I had this moment of like. Wow, how lucky are we? I'm just <laughs> right. sitting here. I'm yeah. allowed to just sit here and do... I did my and job for 15 nothing. minutes. I got made some money. I'm doing what I love to do. This poor kid tried to have a conversation, and he got, <laughs> he got yelled, yelled at, at yeah. for sitting down. Yeah, That's wild. Yeah, we got it pretty good. We got it good. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I waited tables for like eight years, but oh, yeah. I remember those moments. Yeah. Right. Wow, we got we to gotta stop and blow each other at some point. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's how we'll end the show. It'll All just right. be the sound of us blowing each other. <laughs> then I can finally see that piece of yours. Yeah, then we find out. Do you have a birthmark on the head? I do not. Well, I've already started losing. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. All right. So uh, I did a, I have a show, Hot Soup, and we got Jeff Garland on. Oh, wow. Ah, somehow. That's cool. And uh, nicest guy in the world. I met him. He's just like he is on Curb. You know, fun, just jovial, fat Jew. And uh, great guy. I don't know if this is bad to say, but he did. Uh, he went on stage at 20 minutes. Zilch. Not one ounce of laughter. No kidding. I mean, we're probably going to get sued for this. but uh, Greatest guy in the world. Talked to all the comics. Hung out. Took yeah. pictures. But whoo-wee. Hot tamale. I think if you don't say he sucks and just say he got nothing, you're fine. All right. I, great guy. That's, that's an observation. <laughs> Love him to pieces. Uh, we're, I'm a, we're friends now. Probably not. But he just went up there and, oh. Holy moly. Well, you Is got, he winging it? 
Yeah, he was. Oh. I mean, I got. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he should be shot. He didn't write those down. <laughs> he got heckled by the bartender at one point. We're like, all right, maybe he'll maybe this will jazz him up a little bit. Maybe it'll light a fire <laughs> under his ass, and that made it even worse. Oh wow! Oh, boy. I've, I've heard that he bombs quite a bit. Woo-wee. I've heard that about him. Yeah, I mean, uh, a, a wet napkin would have <laughs> killed harder. <laughs> Holy hell! It was brutal. Great guy. Uh, wet napkins can be funny. Yes, you throw in a wall, they stick and start to yeah. slide. Down. Sliding is that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Slide is funny. That's physical comedy. Slipping, too. Slipping and sliding. <laughs> Definitely funny. Dan Cook. Uh, uh, yeah, but so, uh, yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a good uh, make, a good, take, find, book. It's a, it's a good get. Get. That's that is a good get. Ah, yes. I couldn't come up with it. I oh. want so badly to be hip. Uh, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, remember last week, I'll fill you in, Tony. I, uh, I uh, have been having sex with this girl, and right. I went to her apartment and we have sex, and then she leaves and goes to work at 9 a.m., and I, I sleep there all day. Right. Great bed, girl bed, you know. Nice. And uh, I plug I, – she had gone for a few minutes, and I was like, ah, I'm just going to get up and plug my phone in. I find a socket. I plug my phone in. The wire won't reach to the top of the dresser, so I open a drawer and put the phone in because it's right. lower. Right. She walks in as I'm opening the drawer, and she goes, <laughs> oh, are you right. going through my stuff? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I leave you here, blah, blah. Patch it up with her. So we're good. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Good. Love took, a good patch up. Took about an hour. Wow. <laughs> really? That's but not bad. An hour? Maybe a half hour, but I was like, that why would I like go through your shit? That seems like a 12-second explanation. No, no. I mean, she's been stewing that's, on you it. You know what? That's oh, single guy problems. Yeah. You know, married guy, Definitely. that's a 12-second explanation, and you're on death. I don't think um, married guys go through their wife's Well, underwear. they wouldn't, but a situation like that, you could explain away pretty quickly. Yeah, right, right. with your lives. Yeah, yeah. That made yeah. it worse, too, that it, it the one drawer I opened was the panty drawer. Oh, right. Ah, oh, jeez. Couldn't have been the, you know, the socks right. or the hats or the hats. <laughs> I think the panty drawer is usually the dildo drawer, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that might have been why she was most upset. Well, well love a dildo. If I find a girl's dildo, I sniff it, lick it, <laughs> I wear it. I want to keep not? it. Yeah, yeah. I want to be inside there as much as I can. Yeah. Dildos are now. Where do you stand on this? And, and you're a married man with a son, so I don't know how personal you can get here. But how nothing dildos? personal. Yeah. But how, how much? Are you are you intimidated by your girlfriend having a vibrator or a dildo? Some guys are like you. I won't have one in the house. I make her throw it away. I love it. I want my girlfriend masturbating. I love the vibrator. I love the dildo. But when you get these Louisville sluggers in there, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. when you start worrying. I'm talking yeah. white girl, a white vibrator Like a thing. candle almost. Yeah, I don't yeah. want the big, thick yeah. one. Totally fine with that. But when you see that, that as Nick DiPaolo would say, that pepper shaker, <laughs> yeah. that's what you know, the pepper, black pepper grinder. DiPaolo is one of the great bits ever. Yeah. My wife bought a dildo that had more veins in it than Iggy Pop's forearm. <laughs> uh, the bit's like nine minutes long. It's amazing. Yeah. But it's I like good. it. I want, I want my girlfriend using a vibrator during sex. I'm with you. I'm I, want, with you. I, want, I want all kinds of vibrators involved. Yeah, Dildos so, and swings and ties. And, I want her putting a piano leg up her ass. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you got, bring <laughs> it, in. it in there. Then I want her to play it afterwards. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want you to bend over and let me throw a lawn dart. Yeah. I've never seen a lawn dart. They're I not, always hear about them. In your good. life, you've never seen. I one? don't think so. And my family's all games. We play croquet. Well, croquet. they were outlawed probably when you were young. They're very oh. dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were killing people. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hey, oh, lawn darts shit. don't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> <laughs> we should bring them back, and we should all be required to carry one. Yeah. So. Speaking of lawn darts, uh, yeah. stand up, big comedy episode. You've done a few TV uh, comedic things. Yes. We've we got to get into this because Tony right. and I just drove down to D.C. together. Yep. Uh, which was, I big appreciate the trip. ride. Big road trip. Big road trip to go do uh, Last Comic Standing. It's coming back again, and I have yep. all these negative memories, but I'm, I'm going back in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like Bill Buckner going back into Shea. Back in. 
So uh, I told the story. We flew, I flew back from L.A., no sleep. I meet up with yep. you. We drive down together, and yep. you start telling me these stories. Unbelievable. Go with the Conan story first. You did okay. Conan a year ago. I did, uh, yeah, almost exactly a year ago. And that's the one your wife was pregnant? Yep. Okay, all we right, found so get into out, it. Let's hear this uh, Conan business. Here we go. Okay, so uh, I'm trying to figure out how far back to start. Okay, I'm... Uh, get to the, the, uh, having sex don't. to form the kid. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get in that one. Yeah, yeah, this kid, he's really, he's been a good luck charm. Yeah. Uh, my career was uh, uh, on just nothing yeah. <laughs> until she got pregnant, and then uh, the career's been great. But Mark yeah. had never heard of you until this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really had to push you on this here. So I knew your kid, but not you. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, so I found out I'm doing Conan. I was, I was booked uh, September 9th. I had a, the option of September 9th or September 11th. Oh, boy. I leaned for the 9th. Yeah. <laughs> good call. <laughs> And uh, honestly, I I was so uh, I thought Conan was the last place I'd ever end up on TV. I I was telling Joe I, I was I would have put all my money on me being a Letterman. Letterman, comic. completely. But, you know, you, you're clean. You're a suit guy. Right. You're I wear a, a suit man. anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> old school. It's you know premise setup punchline. Yeah. You know. Right. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an old you. school comic. I think that's a good comic. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Yeah, you know, they, they, they said yes at Conan, uh, and I didn't believe it. I, I wasn't going to tell anyone until I saw it on the website, until I saw my name actually appear. Right. So I really, I kept it pretty uh, low profile. And then uh, when the schedule came out, uh, it was Patton Oswalt on that night, oh, which cool. I was excited nice to, to meet him. Uh, a guy named uh, Robert Rice. Yes. Who used to be the labor secretary under Bill Clinton. Yes. Uh, Boring. Uh, yeah. Well, tough, tough guest to follow. Here's, yeah. uh, here's why I was a little bit worried ahead of time. He was promoting this documentary uh, about inequality in America. Mm. And we've all done those shows where you uh, it's like to raise money for cancer or something, and someone goes up and tells about their dad dying, and then they're like, all right, now comedy. Yeah, you right, have to go right. up and you just yeah. eat a pile happens, of shit. Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> it really yeah. does. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I've done these follow a depressing thing shows. They don't go well. Right. And I told the booker about it. He's like, no, 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 no don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. We do this all the time. Great guy, the booker. Fantastic. I love JP. Uh, so uh, I go to the show, and it's amazing. Uh, the, the uh, You know, the uh, the dressing rooms all surround this like sort of common area yes. where the writers sit and watch the show and everything. There's tons oh, wow. of free food. There's massage chairs. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Cookies. It's great. <laughs> Man, i got to do that and, show. Uh, Patton comes into my dressing room, and he says, hi, we take pictures, and it's so much fun. That's do you awesome. know him beforehand? And I've never met Patton in my life, so oh, that was nice great. Yeah, him. he stopped in just to say hi. And, so he uh, sees as a comedian on the show. He says, I'm going to say hello to this yep, comedian. Yeah, super cool. Wow, I love that. Um, and then uh, I, at some point, uh, Robert Rice goes on. I, I go into my bathroom in the dressing room mm-hmm. to put my tie on. And when I come out, like when I went in, there was a normal amount of energy in the room. When I came out, it was dead silent, just like the <laughs> zombie apocalypse had come through oh, really? the Conan studio. And I walked out, and JP's standing right there. I didn't say one word. He goes, don't worry, Uh-oh. it's going to be fine. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't want the producers saying, don't worry. Yeah, when you means... haven't told him that you're worried. Yeah, yeah. that means they're yeah. worried. That, yeah. yeah. So uh, oh, boy. I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe this is how it's going to go down. My first television appearance, I'm going to go down in flames because I have to follow this depressing dude. And what he's talking about, too, <laughs> is really like, like the deep... I watched the episode. Yeah. It's like the deep cultural... Uh, 
fucking inequality of America and like yeah. how like we're never going to get out of it and these poor people are working hard and yeah they're always going to be poor <laughs> and it rich really are. gets intense you could probably YouTube it I yeah. encourage you to YouTube oh wow what's his yeah. name again uh, Robert Reich Robert Reich on Conan it's yeah. really like it's, it's almost intense. like he told the plot of Schindler's List <laughs> oh wow and they show a clip of the movie too <laughs> right right and the they... clip and you're just sitting there like oh, I'm never going to make it oh, fuck me we're dying yeah oh, it's my insane God. right it li- it's like they showed Schindler's List that's the equivalent <laughs> right and then wow I, yeah but it's minus real. the uplifting part yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> minus, minus the, the two people yeah yeah no Liam Neeson no so uh, now I'm losing my mind and I'm yeah. sweating it and when I get nervous I just pound water so mm-hmm. they bring me out to my mark behind the curtain I have water and I just keep pounding it and the uh, stage person that's with me keeps taking it away from me because we're about to go sure. on and I keep taking it back and I'm just pounding water and Somewhere in that time, I think JP went and told Conan that I was nervous about following Robert, and I'm just standing there about to lose it. And Conan pops behind the curtain. Oh, my God. He's like, God. hey, man, don't worry about that. This audience is great. They're going to love you. I've seen your stuff. You're very funny. You're going to do fine. Wow, what a He's guy. Like, All right. Great guy. <laughs> yeah. So he comes, gives me a pep talk. He goes back out. You know, uh, they come out. The band stops playing. He starts reading your intro. And... The one thing I was prepared for, because I emailed everyone I knew that had been on the show, I'm like, what do I need to expect? And almost everyone said, your first joke is not going to land as hard as you think. I remember telling you that. You told me that. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I think it was Nate Bargatze told me, too. He sort of explained it, and it made sense. Uh, I think it was Nate. If it wasn't Nate, I apologize to whoever (laughs) gave me this. But this is a good explanation. On the show, up until that point... Everyone's focused on Conan. Even when he has a guest, Mm -hmm. he's sitting right there with him. And then when you come on, you're the first time they look away from Conan and ignore him for a minute. So it takes them just a second to get into what you're doing. And everyone said, your joke's not going to land. So I've already, I'm like, all right, it's depressing. Now my first joke's going to go down in flames. Right, right. And I walk out, and you can kind of, uh, what if I had 10 seconds to take back, right in that beginning when I walked out, like, I sort of realized, like, even with everything going on, I realized I had been watching comedians since, the, you know, Johnny Carson when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm like, finally, this is, is me. I'm here now. I'm doing late-night television. And you can see it in my eyes a little bit, a little bit of humanity. I let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be okay. I start telling my joke, and I start to hear laughs during the setup. Oh, right. I'm like, oh, I'm going to live through this. Yeah, this is right. going to happen. And so I got I got actually a, a big laugh, and I was telling Joe, I think I got even a bigger laugh than I should have because they were ready to laugh. The tension of the whole thing. They were like, finally, right. this is what we came here for. And, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it broke the tension. It might have helped you. I think it did help me. Wow. I think it would have been, a, not that I would have done bad, but you know, it would have been a more normal first laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and But it turned That's out crazy. Great. It is yeah. weird if you're an audience member and you go to see Conan and you're all fired up and you have your tickets and you wait in line and then you got to watch some asshole talk about how you're never going to have any money in your life. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's kind of like, ah, oh, You're not, not going to get uh, better than that Honda Pilot. Yes. Like, oh, right. Is, uh, Who booked that idiot? This is a bummer. Yeah. I mean, he's probably not yeah. an idiot. He's no, he's a genius. genius but, yeah. yeah, he is a genius. Uh, but did Conan make it funny with the guy at least? Like, like the, no, there was even a Sort of a down transition of the commercial. Wow. It's, yeah, yeah, well, I think that Conan is like a, he's a sort of political educated guy. He was just right. like, wow, you're right. Boy, yeah. oh, this yeah. is Boy. crazy. That's yep. even worse. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. But, and then we were talking too, like, Conan probably didn't actually watch your set before. No, I think he just came back no. to be a nice guy. He's just a thoughtful guy. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to help me out. What a nice guy. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. With all this face, but not to get on the whole thing here, all this face. 
everything in the news and Facebook, it's all negativity because it sells better. People are like, Ebola, right. we're going to die. There's so many good people doing all these kinds oh, of things. I know, I know. In yep. this business, especially. Yeah, Not especially, great. but in this business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably a bunch of businesses more than this business. Well, yeah. it's, it's so true. You ever see a guy on Facebook, he'll write like an eight-page thing about like, when I was a kid, my dad lifted me up, up and it gets like 8 million likes. <laughs> yeah. I think people are yeah. starving for any sincere, genuine, nice moment. Yeah. You know? i got to ask, are the headphones too loud? We can turn them down. My ears are bleeding. <laughs> I'm dying. Can I didn't want to reach over. I felt bad about no. reaching over. Mark is wearing his headphones on the front of his face. Yeah. <laughs> Very bizarre. You look like Princess Leia. Uh, oh, no bad. God. Is that I'm better? My, I was... I was dying. I was in pain. Ah, sorry, all right, man. thank there, you. No, no, I just I didn't want to reach over during the story. Oh, it's right. my fault. Covering minutes. your eyes, it looked looked very bizarre. <laughs> I'm like a bee over you, here. You look like the guy from uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh his, yeah, uh, yeah, Jordy. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's something I didn't know about my you. Mom's a How big nerd. Oh okay. <laughs> I had to watch it as a kid. I hated it. So then you you do Conan. Yeah. Which and it went well. And check out the, the set. It's on YouTube, I assume. Yeah, right? it is on YouTube. We'll yeah. post it on the fan on the Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a it's a and it's a great set. You had a great set. Thank you, man. And, uh, yeah, killer. And then now, how much longer? How much time till you do Ferguson? Uh, Not much. Five months. Five wow. months yeah. in between late nights. And this was even crazier. This story. <laughs> this is this I is shit the my pants story. in the car. I rolled down the window. <laughs> I threw the shit out the window. Oh That's boy! That's how crazy this one was. Okay. Hang on. Uh, do we have an ad? All right. All right. No <laughs> way. Just checking. I want right. to sit back and get comfortable for this. Now, this is right. pretty wild. Now, this is the one. Was Conan Dave Matthews? Yeah, we. Uh, I went That's to uh, the Dave Matthews concert with Joe and uh, Keith Alberstadt and my wife and uh, Eddie Sarah Henderson, my girlfriend. Uh, Cantor came, but just to drink in the Jason, parking lot. Yeah, he, he drove to or took the bus out to... <laughs> To Jones Beach. <laughs> to Jones Beach to drink. <laughs> and then get on a bus and go back home. And we were like, we can get you a ticket. And he's like, no, nah, it's nah, all right. Really? Like, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> what a weirdo. I think he, he probably had something going on that night, too. He took I'll the, give him the benefit of the doubt. He took the bus and train back. He drove with me to the beach. Oh, okay. okay. Right, and we, right. we played in the water for a while. Yeah, it was. It was a nice day. It was great. But uh, literally, this uh, during the amount of time I was at the beach, and then we were kind of tailgating a little bit before the concert, I was going back and forth with JP, and uh, we landed on me being booked. So that's what right? happened. And I yeah. didn't realize this until the yeah, other day. Yeah, Joe was there. So oh, wow. it made me happy to think that while we were sitting out there in the fun and the sun for yeah, the show, having a good time. you get that email. Yeah. I'm like, that must have been incredible. But that was the, I was still at that point. I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I still, you know. And that's where you and I differ, because <laughs> if I got, I would have been, I would have posted, I would have. Got a note to Dave Matthews and had him announce it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I can't keep secrets. I would have just been like, "Holy shit, everybody!" Who was it? I, I was still thinking about uh, Moody McCarthy. Told me one time, uh, he's like, "Until they call your name and you walk out on that stage, you're not really on the show yet." So right, right. it's and Moody famously got bumped one night. Yeah. Uh, for his first Letterman appearance, he got oh, really? he got bumped into. It's funny because I just I'm going to completely uh, contradict what I just said, but I I didn't want to tell anybody. Until I was there, too, because I was so paranoid. Right, and yeah. And then people would start telling everybody. And yeah, the then it, it starts but, to get around. But yeah. I got so paranoid, I didn't tell them. Like, until I get off stage, that's when I put it on Facebook or whatever, yeah. because you, you never know. You also don't want to fucking eat shit, and you've told 20,000 exactly. people. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so anyways, okay, so that was Dave Matt. That was yep. Conan. So five so months five later. Five months later, uh, I'm at my apartment. At my desk, I get a phone call, uh, and Lay's like, hey, I'm uh, the uh, comedy producer for the Craig Ferguson show. We have a 
opening on Thursday, do you want to do the show? Had you sent them a tape? Never in my wow. life. Wow. <laughs> so this is all off Conan. Off of Conan. Wow. She saw my Conan set. Loved it. And she uh, calls on Tuesday. Tuesday. Can you be here on Thursday? Oh, my in, God. In L.A. <laughs> For the folks at home, by the way, a, a, a late night set is like a wedding. You need, a, you need years yeah. to prepare. Yeah. You, you know? have to know, yeah. know way ahead of time. Put the jokes together. Yep. Put the order together. Oh, yeah. Invite people. Right. Time it out. Exactly. This yeah. is exactly. So I think this is my, more what people think showbiz is like. I right, just they just call you yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. TV, but this is unbelievable. No. Right, this yeah. is unbelievable. So I literally, it like blew my mind so much. I asked her, I'm like, can I call you back in a second? I had to <laughs> hang up and figure out if I could even make life happen to right. make this. Because now I got a baby, uh-huh. and I have to make sure that all this works, and there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, not to mention putting a set together and sure. figuring it out. Of course, fuck the baby. So uh, anyway, I call my wife. I'm like, hey, can you handle life for a couple of days? <laughs> I'm going to go to L.A. Yeah. And uh, so I called the booker back. I'm like, I can do it. Uh, I hung up with her. I called uh, Delta, made a flight. Uh, and You called Delta? Well. Who calls Delta? What is this, I the 80s? I think I did because it was such a short notice. <laughs> Hello, Delta. <laughs> On my landline. I'm going to get to Hollywood. No, no. I, yeah. used, I used points for it because it was like such a short uh, note. I'm like, ah, I'd rather not pay Wait, for hang on. I'm, I'm getting beeped. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never talked to I've someone? Never call, uh, I've called Delta. Delta when like my credit card didn't work. Was, or uh, was yeah. Pan Am busy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eastern <laughs> Airlines uh, was all booked up. But the stewardess was pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. So uh, I make flight. I line up four spots in New York that night. Nice. Oh, actually, between the phone calls, I, I texted J.P. at Conan uh, because I, I feel very loyal to J.P. He's the one that said oh, yes I to me him. when no one else would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually texted J.P. I'm like, hey, man, uh, this is happening. Uh, does it hurt my chances to be on Conan again if I do this other show on this other network? He's like, not at all. Uh, there's a lot of shows. Uh, go have fun with it. Yeah. And then here's what he does. Uh, ten minutes later, he texts me back. He goes, "Here's the jokes I liked from your first submission that we didn't have time oh, to get together." Oh wow! He puts together my set for me. Oh. <laughs> well, that's incredible. Which is yeah, completely unbelievable. No one else would do that. No one else. He, would he do won't that. even pick up the phone usually, let alone yeah, right. completely work. selfless yeah. thought. Yeah, he yeah. went back to my submission, looked through it, saw what was there. Wow, yeah, it was that's crazy. what I'm saying. All these people just helping you. Yeah, doing unbelievably nice things. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're, you're an unbelievably nice guy. You are, and I think it rubs off. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> So uh, line up four spots. Uh, I go uh, first one I do is at Gotham. Uh, I, I go down in flames, and my timing is <laughs> ludicrously off. Because well, you're just running out of nowhere. It's yeah, all out of the blue. Yeah, this is the first run at the set. Right. <laughs> I'm like at six and a half minutes. I'm like, okay, that's oh not going to work. Oh, my God. I'm terrified. So it's supposed to be, what, four minutes? Yeah, I'm, I'm aiming for 4.15. Gotcha. Uh, so you're two minutes over, and you bombed. Two minutes over, and I bombed. Wow. <laughs> so, boy, oh boy. I, so I have to assume I'm about three and a half minutes too long on this right. set. Oh, wow. So then I go to uh, Gary Veter's room. That's uh, which is now Mark's hot soup. Yeah, I yeah. think I did hot soup. Yeah, or... you emailed me. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So uh, they put me on there, and uh, I go there. I do even worse there. Like uh, I yeah. just spiral you out. The, of... Pull the Jeff Garland. <laughs> yeah. That's why we haven't had you back. <laughs> I uh, because the at the end of my normal like uh, club set. I have two jokes I do together. For whatever reason, I did one of them on Conan. So now I have to do like half of it. Oh, on, wow. On uh, Ferguson. And in my mind, I've got so many other things going on. Mm. I just started doing both of them at the same time. Oh, boy. And then I tried to tap dance my way out of it, and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and right. I just spiraled out of control. <laughs> 
So now we're down to 0-2 on can this. I, can I stop you for a second, though? Yes. Isn't there some sort of a thrill that we're not you're not mentioning and overlooking about it? You're going to be on fucking another late night within yes. a year, and yeah. you got two days. I mean, that's pretty wild. You it's, must just adrenaline pumping constantly. Yeah, it's and you, crazy You're jumping adrenaline. all over the city. It feels pretty cool. It is Even cool. though you're bombing. Right. Even though I'm bombing. Right. Yeah. So, I, but you I feed off to... of that kind of stuff. I love it. I that love stuff, it. That stuff, I think we're more similar. Looking, I'd want to kill myself. Oh, uh, okay. Looking back on it, I appreciate the experience because I know I will never be able to put myself under more pressure than yeah, I have that's for living. this situation. Right. I mean, that's as much as it gets. Uh, okay, so I spiral out of control on Vita's show. Uh, <laughs> I go out. I'm heading to uh, the stand next. Uh-huh. Uh, I get a message. Delta has canceled my flight because of weather. <laughs> oh, yeah. They wow. faxed like, did did fax you? <laughs> they sent me a fax. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to, I'm calling them to try to line oh, up boy. Uh, because this winter storm's coming through New York. Oh, And my it's God. a nightmare. More so, obstacles. Yeah. So I, I line up what I hope is a flight that's going to get out of New York. Uh, I go to the stand. I do okay at the stand, but my timing is still way off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one more set. I go to uh, actually right here, Stand Up New York. Hey, uh, did my last set. I did well. Timing is still wrong. I'm a minute over. Okay, so I'm like, all right, I, that, that's my last spot. I I have to figure this out in my head now. <laughs> oh my god! And this is Tuesday or Wednesday? This is Tuesday. Okay, Wednesday. I go to the airport. It's one of those days. You look at the uh, flight board. Everything is canceled. Oh <laughs> my lord! Except my flight. Hey! <laughs> my flight is still on the board. And your flight is and to where? I'm going to Minneapolis. Okay. So Connect. I know. No, no snow there. No snow in Minneapolis. <laughs> so I know if the wheels get off the ground in New York, I'm home free. I'm going to make it to L.A. All By right. the way, I have not told the booker in L.A. that any of this weather problem. Yeah. And she hadn't even thought about it. I told her later. She's like, oh, that, uh, yeah, that could have been a problem. Yeah, don't tell because then they'll be like, but, well, we'll yeah, change it. I knew, you know, if I told her, yeah, that. It gets pushed. They'd grab 100 people in L.A. if I don't make it. Smart move. Yeah, so I didn't say anything. Uh, get off the ground in uh, New York. Uh, like this tension just relieves. Yeah. I know I'm going to make it. Uh, we get to Minneapolis. I didn't realize I had like a half hour to make my connection. Uh, why do they do that? They <laughs> yeah. always do that. I was, I was sort of out of options. I was just glad oh, that right. I had a flight. But Minneapolis is this big U-shaped airport. Uh-huh. I had to run that, that dead full sprint yeah. through Minneapolis. I make my next flight. Uh, I get to L.A. Uh, I have one, it's like 9 o'clock. I have one more chance to run this set. Yeah. Uh, I go by Flappers uh, in Burbank. Bomb one more time. Oh, <laughs> so, my Lord. I am uh, basically 0 for 5 on this set. And oh, now, oh now I'm God. under I'm time. Out. I, I'm at like three and a half minutes oh, on this set. Oh, wow. So I'm not, I've not even gotten within the zip code of this set yeah. being put together right. I'm on the edge of my so, seat here. Uh, so the next day I have until about four, uh, maybe three or four whenever they come to pick you up. And I was staying with a buddy of mine, and I have sort of from my musical background, I have an extremely good sense of timing. Mm-hmm. I was a percussionist. I have, uh, you know, I was a symphony musician. Right. I know in my head what jokes sound like when they go well. Yeah. And I know what the laugh sounds like when it goes well. So I just paced in his apartment, and I went over the set and uh, got it to what I thought, you know, was the number. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, I knew I was going to be close. We go to uh, Ferguson. Um, and when I did Conan, by the way, and you know this, uh, JP said, we put the set together, we've timed it out. If it goes long, you know. Fuck it. Yeah, it's on me, but we, we did our work, and it just means they're laughing more than we expected. Right. There's no problem with that. So I get to Ferguson. Uh, they, we run through the dress rehearsal. Uh, we're on the stage. They say, here's the countdown clock. Uh, it's going to be four minutes and 15 seconds. We'll give you a card at one minute, a card at 30 seconds, and then a big X. 
that means you're done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that means we turn off the camera and we cut the commercial. Right, yeah. But it sounded serious. A bit, either way, a big X is never good. Well, I don't want to see no. a big X yeah. when I'm telling jokes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Family feud. Yeah. In life with an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. It's right, all bad. Right. All bad. Yeah. So uh, I didn't realize they were going to be that serious about it. So I go up to the dressing room with my buddy. I'm like, close the door. We got to figure this out. So we go through my set and we time each joke like literally within like a you know a scientist precision. Wow! And I figure out where like at the end of this joke I'm gonna look at the countdown and if I see this number or less I have to cut tags. If I see this number or less I have to cut a joke. Oh my god! This look is, at you! You're like physicists this back here. Yeah. Yeah. I fixed your Bunsen still, burners and beacons and you're trying to figure out the right yeah, formula. Lab coats. I, I still have that card where we were writing the wow. notes down, and, uh, which I thought you know is cool because it ended up well, uh, turning out well. Yeah, yeah. But I have all like the times that we went through and I knew exactly I'd love to picture a Def Jam comic watching this he'd be like <laughs> what the fuck I wouldn't <laughs> touch that shit so uh, I go down they uh, they put me uh, behind the curtain I'm a oh uh, Craig comes back and actually says hi right oh, before the show oh, you cool. must have been guzzling water oh just pounding water <laughs> yeah. you know how I am yeah. I just pictured an uh, IV back there yeah and uh, he uh, he tells me he comes he's like hey Show ran long. You're not going to actually air tonight. We'll cut you out, and we'll just drop your set into a show later down the road. Oh, wow. I was like, okay, you maybe could have told me that after I got off stage. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know, whatever. Here's I, one more thing to worry about. Right. After I've weathered everything so far, right. that was the tiniest little uh, whatever. No I can pun handle intended. this. Yep. Weathered. So uh, they come back from the commercial. He runs down my uh, intro. Curtain opens. I looked at the clock. The clock is already counting down as I'm walking. Oh, wow. like, oh I didn't plan for the walk. That, yeah. they, they should change their system. <laughs> I agree. That's because silly. Letterman's the same thing. You work on your set, and they go, these are the words you're saying. Yeah. Don't worry about time. Yeah. You just say these things. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they must know that you can't adjust jokes in the middle of a stand-up set. Right. It but, seems you know. very... Uh, I mean, I'd love to do the show. But of course. It, it, sounds, uh, <laughs> yeah. it sounds very... Not right. Doesn't they, seem like they're treating you properly. They don't care well, about us. That's the bottom line. No, they care about us a lot. It's just uh, nobody's well, we're saying this, them. not Tony. Yes. Yeah, so oh yeah, yeah, in right, trouble. Right. That guy's not so. Uh, it's counting down already, and I'm in my mind. I'm like, okay, my timing's gonna be off already. <laughs> yeah. And then I get for whatever reason, it had nothing to do with me, but I got a very long standing ovation. What for walking out? That's hilarious. And what then, if you go back when you uh, if the people listening watch the set, you can actually while they're applauding, you see me checking the clock to see how much uh, time I'm losing. Wow, that's hilarious. And this uh, set was amazing too because and this is what started you telling me the story is you look so relaxed on this set. I was not that you. Didn't on Conan, but I thought this, you look so cool. I think most of the reason is because all of the pressure was behind me. Like, right. mm. there was so much pressure to just step foot in LA. Right, right. And, you know, have the set put together in my mind. Once I had that ready, there was almost nothing that could throw me at that right, point. Right, right. Wow. And it was really, and, you know, I, you know, we talked about this too. Once you're on doing television, you're beyond ready for television. Right, right, you know? yes. I know the jokes work. That's a good point. And, uh, for the most part. Some people are not. <laughs> Some people well, are not. That's also <laughs> yeah. a good point. There's the outliers. You and I had 81 course. combined years of experience before we got on <laughs> <Yeah>. TV. Right. <laughs> we were beyond ready. Uh, but the the set went fantastic. I uh, I hit my marks, and I ended up right at 415. Wow. Clock hit, hit zero. I said, thanks, good night. You're a pro. Like, this is unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> you are a real pro. Man, and you I, should, yeah. You should be a pilot. 
I should. I landed that thing right. Yeah, on you the, did on the X. But uh, if if you're listening, you got to check out these sets because they're both killer sets, and uh, they're you, on Jeff. YouTube. And um, the they're, they're both great. And check out Frank Reich. Is that his name? Uh, Robert Reich. Robert Reich. I think yeah. Frank Reich was the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, the Probably. backup quarterback. Sounds like a backup. Who had the uh, thirty-five to three the comeback against the Oilers. <laughs> Anyways, that's ridiculous. But uh, check out these sets because they're they're great. Those stories are amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, both of them kind of had their own little backstory, which uh, was cool. Unbelievable. And uh, you mentioned you're a musician, and this is fascinating yeah. too. You have an interesting side gig. Yes. Which is you you organize marching bands. How does this work? What, what the hell is that? I choreograph uh, marching bands, which yeah. is amazing because. <laughs> You make enough money to do comedy. You're a, you're a professional comedian. You make a living. Yeah. But you get to make extra money doing another thing that's creative that you love. Yes. I've, uh, I don't know if you have any stories about it, but talk about it because it's fascinating. Uh, okay, I'll tell this. Um, I've been involved like in marching bands since I was in seventh grade. And uh-huh. then I went to college. I majored in music education. Then I went out and got a master's degree in performance, and I taught band for... Uh, a few years down in Texas. I, I, my whole life has been, you know, music and marching band the entire way through. Right. Um, and I got interested in sort of because I've kind of a mathematical brain, and uh, not us. The <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I was always interested in the geometry of how uh, marching bands move around on the field. Uh-huh. Geometry. Yeah, it's oh, a my ton Lord. of my geometry alone. and Who numbers. <laughs> Get out you guys, of here! You guys look so similar. Could done. not be more different. Could not be not more be. hilarious. Are you gay? <laughs> Mark has never figured out a tip in his life. No. <laughs> Throws down a 50 and leaves. If you had a view into my head, it would just be one of those birds that dips in the water. <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. You're doing yeah, math yeah, with I'm a band? Good. I don't even understand how that works. Yeah. What, what the hell's an oboe? So, uh, G clef? Yeah, I got Is that a myth? Uh, Glockenspiel? The G, a there's a G clef. Uh, That's great. Um, yeah, so I got interested in that and uh, I started, you know, it's just one of the, it's a thing like comedy where you just decide you're going to do it and you tell people you do it. Right. Until you get good at it. Right. right. And so I started, and this is like 21 years now, I've been writing marching band shows. And it's a, um, what, what does that mean? It means uh, somewhere around May or June, uh, a high, it's mostly high school bands, a couple of universities. Yeah. They send me the music they're doing. They tell me how many kids they have in the band and basically how hard they want the show to be. And then I sit there in front of a computer all summer long, and I write marching band shows. That's amazing. And I choreograph. And what's great is over the years, the software has become incredible. It's like it uses like super powerful 3D modeling. Right. Uh, I can watch the show that I've designed from anywhere in the stadium. I can rotate it, and that's incredible. It's wow. really insane. Wow. And uh, yeah, so I, you know, I've been doing it for so long now. I, no matter how like successful I get in comedy this is what I've done my whole life sure. and I do it for fun and I do get paid for it but it's right. like comedy you know you love it first and That's then ama- yeah. you get- how, how amazing to make extra cash creating yeah. something yeah. that you love I and mean, it's great too, because like uh, comedy can be you know there are times in this business where it really beats you down a little bit sure, if, of course. you know a couple of failures in a row but every summer I get to take a break and right, I sit right. down and I do something else that I love. And yeah. I think it sort of makes me a better comedian because come September I really want to get back and do comedy again. Right. I don't really get burned out because every year I have this forced break. That's amazing. Built in. So I, mean, I go to I watch an Ohio State game. They come out. They spell out Ohio and the yep. and then in the signature. Right. And the guy comes runs out and he dots <laughs> the I. Yep. Is that Carlin to you? The guy that wrote that? To no. Is that prior? No. He's just a douche. Is that a hack? It's not, is he a hack? Uh, it's not hacky, but Say it's it. been. Done over and over and over again. But I think they invented it, the they, Buckeyes. Well, they didn't invite 
or invent writing something on the field. They didn't. Oh, they right. inv- invented Cursive, did they? maybe dotting the I. I'm going to probably make some Ohio right. fans really mad. Oh, yeah. Canner's going to fight you. Uh, yeah, me and Canner are going to come to blows soon. But the guys that are really good at this, the Priors and Carlins, they write for Drum and Bugle Corps, which is basically professional marching bands. I wow. did it uh, in college. Uh, and, you know, they tour all summer and there's a world championship. Uh, the guys that write for those top five or six groups, those are the geniuses wow. of the art. Wow. wow. I didn't and, even know that was a job. Oh, yeah. It's, and, yeah. It's one of the many things people probably overlook. They just go, yeah. oh, that looks yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's amazing. I, and, and I probably, sorry, go ahead, Mark. I was just saying, I was going to, have you seen the video of the guy, the kids doing the Nintendo characters? And then the, the band starts going, deet, deet, Oh, deet, yeah, yeah, deet. yeah. That one's pretty amazing. Yeah. But yeah, there are some uh, great, like uh, very literal marching band shows that are yeah, cool and funny and wow. Did you now? Did you ever uh, have any wild stories there? Not to put you on the spot. Did anyone ever fuck up and they're crashing into each other or anything? Uh, well, you know, you're yeah, not really there. Yeah, but I'm not really it. involved with any of it. I don't do any of the teaching. Oh, right. I just, just design it. it and send it off. Even and better. Every once in a while, they send me a video. Oh man, because uh, I wonder how many people have just fucked up this thing you've created. Probably all of them. Countless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I had a teacher in uh, college. He had perfect pitch, and he was a composer. And uh, he had told me one time that it's hard for him to listen to his music being performed because no one ever does it as well as it was in his brain. Right. right. And right. that's the same way I get to see a computer do it perfectly. So no uh, matter what they do with it, yeah. it's worse than what I imagine. Right. Human beings are flawed. Yes, we are. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. That's why a lot of great athletes make bad coaches and managers. Right. Go back to Ted Williams, who's a horrible manager because he was just like, why don't you all hit 400, you fucking idiots? <laughs> right. Fucking right. hit a 500-foot home run, you piece of shit. Right. Why can't you And they're just like, do get it? out of here. What are you talking about? Right. Jordan. Movie directors must have that, too, because you have this yep. movie in your head, Vision and then your you're head. like, come yeah. on, Vincent D'Onofrio. Right. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking, you fat piece of shit. Right. Woody Allen offered to uh, make his the movie After Manhattan for free because he hated it so much. No kidding. Most people think what? it's his best movie. Wow. wow. Incredible. What a nut. Wow. Well, this is fascinating. Uh, Mark, yeah. anything to add? Uh, Todd, jeez, Tony, I'm blown away. <laughs> blown. You're, a, you're a get. Thank you. He's a get. This and, is great. And I didn't bomb. Much better no. get than, than, than Jeff Garland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Garland's out. You're in. Well, this is amazing. Well, well, if you, if you go, go to uh, YouTube and check out uh, Tony Deo, D-E-Y-O. That's right. Oh, yeah. Um, check out uh, Tony's uh, Ferguson and uh, Conan. And then also go to a high school. Maybe it's, it might be yours. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Go right. watch the halftime yeah, show. Very possible. You might be watching a Tony Deo production. Bunch, uh, high schools around northern Virginia, right, for yeah. a couple in Texas. Wow, unbelievable. Can I throw this at you? Yeah. I, I guess we'll wrap it up. But uh, I got an email recently from a gal who said, Hey, I saw you at the Comedy Cellar. Funny stuff. I thought you were cute. I'd love to meet up. It's like, oh, great. She goes, here's my Instagram so you can see what I look like. Hmm. I never looked. Oh. We're meeting up tonight. Oh, uh, boy. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> oh, wow. How come no look? Yeah. Ah, I'm getting bored. Oh, all right. <laughs> I need something going on in my life. <laughs> Are you going to look right before so you can recognize her when you get there? No. She's coming to the show. I put her on the list. She's uh, she's gonna meet me upstairs after. Wow, this is a no look pass. Wow, yes. no look. Fantastic. I'm I'm hosting that show. I think the late one. Yeah, tonight I'm hosting. Oh, that, great! That'll be fun. Now Please. you guys are just rubbing it in. Oh well. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. You gotta get over there. <laughs> I know. You got some good credits. We're in yeah. no position to recommend you. But <laughs> yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody will. must be. Yeah, somebody will. Yeah, you should be over there. But give me that a good intro to... just to spice things up. Oh, will you? <laughs> for sure. Uh, I'll give a great intro. I'll talk about your penis. Yes. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll lie. Please. Uh, <laughs> I won't mention the birthmark. <laughs> no, no. Well, I guess no. we gotta wrap it up. But uh, thanks for being on, Tony. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Um, Twitter, all that shit. When, when's this come out? 
It's going to come out two weeks from now, so probably October something. Oh, okay. Uh, headlining uh, in Houston and up in Minneapolis, probably. And uh, and my album's free on my website. Oh, all oh, right. Oh, wow, free album. What's the website? Uh, TonyDeo.com. TonyDeo.com. You get your dates on there? Yeah, all my dates Check are on there. Check out TonyDeo.com. And, and Tony's a real fucking pro, one of the really nice guys and a, and a great comic. And Thanks, watch those Joe. late nights yeah. because uh, they're, they're really great. You're a class act. Impressive. Thank uh, you, guys. All right, Mark. Anything? Yeah, Dad? you know the uh, the huge. Uh, hit us up. Uh, throw some gigs at us. We 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 got an email out there, and people have been uh, commenting and sending us some some possible show ideas. Yeah, you know? we, we so. want to come to your apartment, your school, your oh, museum, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> we're happy to come, and uh, we're gonna have some merch soon. We're working yes, on the merch. Working on merch. Beautiful. So uh, hit us up. We're trying to uh, monetize this in a way that is uh, beneficial to us and the fans. And so, are you aiming for not so douchey? We want, we're going to go not douchey. Yeah, we Beautiful. don't want to. Yeah, that's a good target. So we're we're trying to uh, we're trying to make it all work. Yes. So thanks for listening. Email us Tuesdays with stories at Gmail. Sometimes we take a bit to get back, but uh, we appreciate all everything we hear. So. And still leave the reviews on iTunes. So we appreciate that, and oh, it helps yeah. us. We and, need those reviews for yeah, sure. It and helps subscribe us and we'll get see, advertisements. We'll see you at Chipotle. All the crap. <laughs> Thank you guys. We love you. Thank you, Tony. Good night, everybody. Have a good one. Good night. Why do we say good night? That good day. Sense. All right. Good day sounds mean.